Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. I am so excited to be with you this morning. In today's session, do you sometimes get overwhelmed when you face last 8% decisions, conversations, or situations and stop? Do you sometimes think, gosh, I wish I was a little bit more resilient? In today's session, we're going to build our identity statement so we can be more resilient, so we can stay strong even when we grow tired as we face our most challenging moments. Let's walk. out and walking, feeling our feet on the ground, standing tall, feeling so grateful to be moving as we are able. If you're new to the last 8% morning, we walk or we move as we are able. And by the way, this is a very important part of the design of this program. I've had some people say, Oh yeah, I listened to it at my desk. And again, I've said this before, do not do that. I don't think it's worth listening to this unless you're moving, at least moving as you are able. And there's lots of reasons why, but it's all part of the design that we've worked on for many, many years. So we're following this BIG structure of make our bed, first B, then paying attention mindfully to our belly, and our body, that's the bees. Eyes, we choose one of idea of the day or identity statement. Today we're going to do identity statement. And then we follow with G's and choose one of goals or gratitude. So just feeling our feet on the ground, we're doing mindfulness of belly and body. So feel your belly rise and fall. Now feel your hands. And again, as you know, for people who have been part of this journey on the last 8% morning, you know that I like to go back and forth between belly rising and falling, and then going to a body part. Generally, when I walk, I start with my feet on the ground, just because it's something so obvious, so easy to pay attention to, and then I move to more subtle parts. So, belly rise and fall, and then move to hands and wrist. And we're just paying attention to whatever sensations that we can feel. 
We're not trying to change it. So if you feel any kind of uncomfortable or as we would use our barometers of unpleasant sensations or not calm sensations, we just note that. Bring mindfulness to it, which is paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally. And we just bring a curiosity without trying to change it, without trying to make it go away if it's unpleasant. And in this way, we're changing our relationship to sensations that might not feel comfortable. Because we're not trying to become calm with this mindfulness practice. We are trying to build a wiser relationship to whatever it is we face. And in fact, we're trying to use whatever it is that we face, whatever uncomfortable sensations or situations that we face, and use them as an opportunity to transform ourselves, to become a better version of ourselves. Or we're just paying attention while we're walking. <laughs> it's great to be with you today. Feeling our feet now, touching the ground. Feeling our lower legs. And moving up into the knee. Again, we're not trying to change anything. We're just paying attention. We're trying to be more in our body. And as you're learning in this podcast, there's so much value of being more in our body. We make emotions from body sensations. We feel the strength and power in our gut, in our body sensations. By the way, we haven't even really talked about this, but in a future session... We're going to talk about how there's a knowing that we each have that's deep in us. And it's beyond words, it's beyond concepts, it's beyond ideas, it's beyond this, this cognitive brain and mind that wants to think and think and think. And instead it's deeper. And that may sound woo-woo to you, but it's based on really good research. And certainly our practice of teaching individuals to be making good decisions when they're facing really difficult circumstances. Our body is a nuance of information. So we'll cover that in a future session. But for now, we're just standing tall, walking, feeling grateful to be alive, knowing that this breath is precious. It's precious. You know, especially when we think of COVID-19 and that it really is a breath that is, you know, when somebody is afflicted with COVID-19, it affects respiratory system and they have trouble getting oxygen in the usual ways. So let's feel empathy for people who are going through that. And let's feel gratitude that we can breathe. We can feel our belly rise and fall. We can feel our lungs bringing oxygen in 
and our heart can pump oxygenated blood all throughout our body, giving life. It's miraculous. It's miraculous. So just feeling belly rise and fall. Feeling our upper legs now. What do you feel in your upper legs? Front and back. I feel a lot of neutral right now. Now feel your buttocks and groin area. And moving up into your torso. Standing tall, feeling our breath come in, belly rise, belly fall. Moving up the lower back to the middle back. I feel a bit unpleasant in the lower, lower back personally right now. What do you feel? Moving up to the upper back and the shoulders and moving over. I feel a little on the right, kind of between the shoulder and the neck, just a bit of tightness, a bit of unpleasant Still kind of neutral on the calm, not calm scale. And moving now into the chest on the front side. And down to the middle part of the upper torso in the front. And again, moving into the abdominal area. And now feeling our head and neck. Just scan for whatever sensations are present. It's almost like we're befriending our body again. That's how I sometimes think about it. Whenever I scan my body, it's like I'm befriending. I'm saying hello to it again. And it's almost kind of a gratitude. Like, oh, how lucky am I to have a neck? that works, gosh, and a forehead and a top of a head and a brain, goodness. How fortunate am I? And when we kind of go and do a body scan, it's like coming back and feeling some gratitude and some appreciation and tuning in and this may sound kind of funny, but just saying hi to these areas. You know, checking in, how are you today? <laughs> I really do. Anyway. So we're paying quite a bit of attention today on our body. And this is the B part of our BIG structure. And we're going to move now to identity. And if you've not had a chance to build your identity statement, which is in session number six of the podcast, I might suggest that you do that after we're done walking. It's a 10-minute sit-down session where we just build some I am statements about us at our best. 
So if you haven't done that, no worries. You can just do it now off the top of your head. And I mean, that's how it started for me so many years ago and mine's evolved. But we use this identity, identity statement to help us be many things, more confident, more courageous. Today we're going to talk about how it can be, it can help us be more resilient. Right? An identity statement answers the question, who are we when we are at our best? You know, it puts into words, how are we when we are at our best? So think about that for yourself right now. Because how we think about ourselves creates our reality. It determines what we focus on, how we direct our attention, how we make decisions, how courageous we will be when we make decisions. And so regularly citing our identity statement reminds us of our strength and power and grace and resilience. And it is so easy at times to forget the best in us when we face a number of setbacks in the case in the course of a day, a week, or month. You know, we've had a flustered, a challenging day. We haven't reacted very well to someone. We've made a mess or we're avoiding something. We don't feel good about ourselves, And so coming back to our identity statement can be an anchor to help us begin again. And that is the mindfulness practice to begin again and again and again. Because we will, you know, as we follow our belly and body, our mind will wander. As we go through our day, our attention will waver. We will be challenged by an individual or by some change or a a difficult last 8% situation. And the key is to begin again and again and again. And And an identity statement can be such a powerful force for us. Christopher Reeve, who played Superman and faced a great many challenges himself in his life, including having a a horseback riding accident where he fell and was injured so horribly and became a quadriplegic. He said, A hero is an ordinary individual who finds the strength to persevere and endure in spite of overwhelming obstacles. We all face obstacles. It's part of the normal human condition. If we want to build anything worthwhile or get anywhere... You know, if we want to build a family, a company, a team, a community, a church, we will face obstacles along the way. And one of the things that I sometimes think to myself, and this is this might seem a bit odd to you, but it, it is something I've done for a long time, is that when there is an obstacle in front of me, I try to see it as an opportunity. An opportunity to differentiate myself from others who might stop. And this is not because I want to see myself as better or superior but it's because I know this obstacle will stop most other people. And so if I don't stop at it, if I see it as a test, you know, a test to live my true, you know, identity, you know, after all, as some of you know, my identity statement is about being strong and powerful and disciplined. Would a person who's strong and powerful or disciplined give up? You know, and if I keep going, it will help me succeed where others might stop and fail. 
And having this little kind of way to look at it really helps a lot of athletes I work with or salespeople, you know, to see these obstacles as many things, but also an opportunity to build our identity, to differentiate ourselves from others. The novelist F. Scott Fitzgerald said, for what it's worth, it's never too late to be whoever you want to be. I hope you live a life you're proud of, he said. And if you find you're not, I hope you have the strength to start over again. To start over again. That's what it's all about. To begin again. That's resilience. So we will hit a setback. And when we do, go back to your identity statement. Remind yourself of your greatness and your grace and your beauty and begin again. So let's pull out our statements right now. And say your statement. And again, if you don't have one, use an I am statement. I'll give you an, I, an example from mine. And when I say it, I say it strong and proud. And I try to feel the actual words that I'm saying. So do that now with your identity statement. I'll give you an example again for those who are new to this. I am strong and powerful. And I try to feel each word as I say it. I am compassionate and courageous. I am disciplined. I am a great partner, a fantastic father, and I use my gifts to make a difference in the world. So now for you, bring your identity statement into mind and say it internally or out loud, but really feel each word. And if your mind wanders, just come back. Just begin again, thinking of your words, your identity statement. Think of what does it mean to be as you are describing yourself at your best? And how can we be that more consistently? Like in some ways, it's just trying to increase the amount of time that we are showing up at our best. We will not be perfect. We will show up at our worst, our less than exceptional selves sometimes. We will. That's life. I do. I'm not always proud of it. In fact, I'm never really proud of it. But I've also learned not to beat myself up and just say, okay, you know what? It's a learning opportunity. Let's begin again. Let's begin again. Let's begin again. Just like mindfulness. Oh, there goes my mind. Okay. Let the thought be. Come back to belly and body. And let's begin again. So as we're finishing up, bringing this energy into the day and thinking of the goals that we want to really focus on today. What are three goals right now that you want to get done today? It would be a good day if I could focus on these three goals. Could be a project. Could be something at home. Could be a relationship. Could be a conversation you need to have with someone. 
Maybe it's just knocking 10 things off of your to-do list and sitting down for an hour and saying, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to set a timer. I do this actually. Normally it's not longer than 45 minutes because that's really the most uh, our brain can attend at any one time. It's about 40 minutes. But I just say, okay, I'm going to for 45 minutes set the timer, maybe even put on some good music and just fire away and do 45 minutes of whatever task. So what are, what are you going to focus on today? It is so great to be with you today. Let's bring this energy into the day. Let's show up as our identity, kind of our aspiration of our identity statement. Let's make a difference in the world today. Let's be positive for others. Let's infect them with positive emotions. Let's be easy on ourselves and on others. We have it in us. We have it in us to be our best self more frequently. Not all the time, but more frequently. Have a wonderful day.